you use haircutting or anything as a form of discipline prison time like zero exaggeration i 100% mean that i'm not like being you mean, you believe idiot. a nigga should go to jail 100%. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's yeah. other shit that will get you a year in prison that's not as bad as what this woman did to her child. Like, it, it was difficult to watch that video. The way that the way that, that girl's face froze as she had to watch herself on camera have her own hair chopped off of her head by a person who she believed was tasked with caring for her unconditionally is, like, heartbreaking. Like, doing that to a child, let alone your child who you're supposed to be taking care of, prison time. See, that's a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. Or let's say like you're a high, you know, you're an investment banker. You're leaving work at fucking 3 a.m. You want a fucking like prime cut steak at fucking 3 a.m. You can get yeah. that shit in New York. You can get that shit in L.A. You can get that shit in Chicago. You can shit, not you get can, that shit in Atlanta. And you, experientially, you go like, oh, it's a gallery opening at like a fucking queer nightclub where they're doing ai projection art and it's like oh it's at 3 a.m on a tuesday like that's happening in new york so Berlin, specific in, well yeah i was trying to you that's know a specific that's shit, the point like, yeah 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 <laughs> like the well, shit that like atlanta, tell me that know. happens in like in like lisbon that shit is not happening in atlanta and no. i love atlanta it's my favorite city ever but like but it doesn't have a lot of institutions do there yeah let's let's get into the podcast let's go ahead and do it welcome everybody to waving the red flag uh the number one dating and um festive uh, Festivus, Summer Solstice, you know, podcast in the universe. It's your boy Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Merry Christmas. Merry Kwanzaa. Merry Hanukkah. Whatever else, you know, what I'm saying whatever pagan holidays you celebrate. Yeah, I would like eggs. to. I would like to bless. I would like to bless the mic with some, with a with a brief Christmas. Carol. A choir. Yeah. With a, a, cor a coral. What's it called? A carol. Yeah. A carol. <clears throat> la, 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 la. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Do 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 do. And have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yo, number number one goat singer, Nat King Cole. That's my top one. You know, Followed so first by, of all, I was one hundred percent finna go there. I don't know if it was. I've been rewatching Chappelle's show. I don't know if that's where it came uh, from, but I one hundred percent was like, "This is reminiscent of some Nat King Cole shit." Okay. Yeah, because I think Nat King Cole have, has done. He has a cover of Yo, it, or like he, he he's has done the work. best. He's an entry. Yeah. Bar best none. He's the best. I would say Frank Sinatra and like Bing Crosby are like on that same type of list, but he's the number. The, the the best one to do that like I think he's the best 60s, vocalist smoky like you yeah. know mad men he's a better Carol, vocalist you know, than both of them hmm. interesting yeah yeah I, th I, I think, think the big just a band era voice I think bits, but yeah yeah I think Sinatra and, and Crosby and that crew had a better band backing them ah okay interesting but pound for pound voice wise Nat King Cole is is, is the nigga on that yeah. yeah I give you that yeah they don't call him the king for nothing they sure don't man god damn impeccable all right let's see uh what we want to do topics wise boom 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 um you want to start with the one that had you all up had you all enraged online okay well how am i enraged about everything which one was it because i did have <laughs> oh. one but I, I wonder if it's the same one that i was enraged it's, i'm about. pretty sure it's the same <laughs> okay. one 
I saw you in the comments, goddamn. I was like, well, oh, hey, I, this nigga go talking spicy again. <laughs> <laughs> Some niggas he don't know on the internet. <laughs> hey, I, I was thinking that. I was like, well, hey, all right. Bro. <laughs> niggas is infinite caps. I need to be careful who the fuck I'm talking to. Right. But, you know, it's not, my face is not on the picture, so I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, all right, nah, nigga, because you, you, you use the podcast account. It could be any one of us saying this shit. Yeah, that's true. Everybody gets got. Hey, well, um, you know, shit. Like a, yeah. The one about the the one about the mom uh, who did who cut who cut her daughter's hair for mm. being on fuckery. Yes, have we all seen the original video or at least bits of it? I saw the I, I just saw like the video from what you sent. I saw. So it. I didn't see the whole thing. Okay, but I was because it was doing the rounds on Twitter because that's where I saw it first was Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, I saw. The, up, I saw the I started thing. seeing it everywhere. Yeah, I saw the whole okay. thing. Come here, you're gonna learn today, girl. No physical discipline. Mom, don't mom. Yeah, that. Not much yeah, controversy, that, that shit, honestly. Not on tw- not on the Twitter sphere. Like Same. everybody's pretty aligned on like it being bullshit. Oh, definitely, bullshit. definitely. Yeah. Like I think it wasn't even. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't even because yeah. Every I tweeted about it and people were like all agreeing with with what the take was. So it wasn't even like I think the only controversy was that the the mother in the video was at was was conducting herself as if she wasn't victimizing her child so it was like but everybody else was 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 pretty much flaming her but then yeah i, I saw cruise season do a take on it and old boy i don't know his name but he was like yeah look sometimes you got to show it and i'm like come here you're gonna learn today girl no physical discipline Mom, don't mind. first thing i her mouth was uh you just act like pretty is more important than education. So obviously, she been having this conversation with her for a long time. But you saying it's justified? Whatever methods you got to go through to get to your kids, bro. Damn. Because you got to realize one day she gonna be off that porch. Mm-hmm. One day. Mm-hmm. If I let you keep bumping your head and you don't give a damn, the moment you jump off this porch, you gonna be right back over here, and you ain't gonna know how to do shit. Absolutely fucking not. Like not even on some like maybe or it's like different nope. people raise their kids differently or you do nope. your zero percent like like uh, I've said if you use haircutting or anything like similar to that as a punishment or, or really against any person for any reason, but specifically against a minor as a form of discipline, prison time. Like zero exaggeration, I one hundred percent mean that. I'm not like, being you, mean, you believe a nigga should go to jail. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I don't agree That's with it. that, but but go for it. But yeah, no, that is one hundred percent my take. I'm trying to think of like what my what my alternative would be because like I feel I feel equally as strong about it being bullshit. So I'm yeah. trying to think about what my alternative would be, and like shit, I don't have one. You know what I mean? Like I like I don't know yeah. what like I'm doing other than like CPS and. And the the law getting involved, like I just don't have an alternative. Yeah, like, now look, there's an argument to be made for if you're a prison abolitionist and your view is that no crime should be, you know. So so when I'm saying stuff like that, it's like in our current system, the shit there, there's yeah. other shit that will get you a year in prison that's not as bad as what this woman did to her child. Like it was difficult to watch that video. The way that the way that that girl's face froze as she had to watch herself on camera have her own hair chopped off of her head by a person who she believed was tasked with caring for her unconditionally is like heartbreaking like low-key again not exaggerating doing that to a child let alone your child who you're supposed to be taking care of prison time that's the only thing that we have in society for that kind of accountability when you commit a crime like that 
Now we can talk about another utopian society where pedophiles go to a retreat to be de-pedophiled and all that type of shit. We don't live in that type of world. We use prison for that. That's what this is. That's not even considered a crime, though. That's what is I'm it? saying. It's crazy. Like, no, man. I like, mean, like, like badass, like CPS. Like if somebody called, mm. <laughs> CPS could come to her house. Yeah, CPS for sure. Like come for to sure. people's house for for less. <laughs> for yeah, exactly for less. Yeah. But like prison, like I get it. Like. In, Everybody is on the same page. Like that was some bullshit. She went way yeah. too far. Like that was not it. Um, yeah. But Line prison, crossed. like you, you in jail with the robbers, the killers, the rapers, the, 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 like the worst of the worst. Like what the fuck you in here for? I gave my child a fucked up haircut. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Josh, I agree. I, I agree with you, but like you. to Eddie's point. <laughs> Like, yo, I fucked my kid's hairline up, so uh, yeah, I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing eight, eight right to... <laughs> every night. I just don't know what the, the alternative is. Like, if if like I had a good alternative in the moment, like I I would I would posit one because I don't necessarily oh, but... think that like jail or prison time is is the answer. But in the context of what we do in Western society right now, I just don't have an alternative. But I think there should be some form of punishment. I don't know if it's yeah. A fine. I don't know if it's like some sort of ticket. Like, like I just don't have a great answer. But I feel equally as strongly as Eddie. I feel equally that like there should be some sort of clear cut punishment for this kind of behavior. Be on the same page. Okay. How about this mandatory community service for um some sort of a child protection thing i don't know like some some sort of like mandatory community service because yeah, just putting and locking right. a nigga away in prison is just you know yeah. okay but let me let me let me contextualize reform is not happening in in prison system you know okay what I mean? but see I, I i don't disagree but i feel like i feel like with some of these things we we waver between saying that from a prison abolitionist perspective versus a like uh, uh, what deserves to be punished perspective. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if we're talking about R. Kelly, right? Are we arguing about whether or not he should be in prison? There are people who would, but the reason they're arguing for that is because they want everybody to be rehabilitated. So I feel like when in this argument, it feels like you're not just saying that she deserves to be rehabilitated in the way that all criminals do. You're saying that she is a class of criminal that is distinct from the murderers, rapists, and killers, which is true. But it seems like you're implying that what she did isn't that bad, and that's the thing that I'm it taking. It is not as with. bad as murdering, raping, and killing somebody. Like you, okay, 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 okay. There's no talking on that one. No, no it's not totally as, it's fair. Not. So then, so then here's the question: Tell me a murderer or a rapist or a serial killer who's in prison for a year. So let's compare apples and apples. For crimes where that a person does a year for, are you saying that none of those people should be in prison because that's who she'd be in prison with? That's probably the section she'd be in prison. Um, like with people general population general population of a, of a low security prison she's probably not with it she's with other motherfuckers doing a year nigga so it, there are people there are people in georgia that have done seven deadlies that are fucking in gen pop but yeah no okay bro, yes yeah, fair bro, enough i should have conceded yeah. that before but but my but my main point is just she's not doing this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A murder bid she's doing yeah. a year or whatever or whatever it is. So are we keeping that same energy for every criminal who, or every person, uh, incarcerated person who's doing it? First year of for all, something? I'm not a prison abolitionist. Like, I do believe that we should have prisons, but I'm a prison reform well, type of nigga. Okay. I'm a prison reform type of nigga. Like, the, this prison, if you send somebody away or lock somebody up, depending on the crime, and also, like, depending, your, your punishment should fit your crime. And there's a whole lot of intricacies and nuances that could yep. go into that, but I'm not about to have that. Sure. You know, we sure. ain't got to go that deep into That's it. That's fair. No, nigga. No, nigga. Have the conversation, bro. You I, I mean, look. I mean, bro, I, I, I would need to sit down Let's and write that it, shit out, blah, 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 because I don't, we got a lot of good topics I think we get to. But just for what I'm saying is, is I'm a prison reform type of person and like the punishment should fit the crime. And like in this type of thing, that was a very, that was a vile act to do to your child because she did so much damage to the relationship that between her and her daughter like that did so much fucking damage and trauma yeah like far beyond what was already there so that's gonna gonna get solved that's that's decades decades of destroyed relationship that's you know that's that's some shit that you that comes out during a fight at thanksgiving when when that girl is 50 like that shit ain't going away yeah I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's not like they might not be able to move past it, but like once again, just I, I highly doubt decades it, of yeah. yes, people. Hey, you know what? People do. People do change. The only reason I know, say pe- I doubt it is not because a person can't move past that, but because of the energy before and after that situation makes me think that that person is not on a path to where that's likely to happen. We don't know that. The that was a snapshot. That was a snapshot of some shit, and that's I also had like some talking points are, yeah. from that. But snapshots of photos, but yeah. Indeed, but it's not a full it's not a full story, and we don't know yeah. their entire life. But but just basically just going back to as far as like just the punishment fitting the crime, and if we're actually trying to rehabilitate people and then trying to teach people to do better, because it's not like she's not worthy of 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 redemption or being rehabilitated or just being taught something. We don't know because that, she no, acted yeah, out in a moment of extreme fucking rage, fatigue. No, the fuck she did. Let that me, shit was no, way too pause, premeditated and Let calm, me finish, my nigga. Damn. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just saying she acted out and from, from what it looked like to me, like she really acted out in a moment of just fucking rage. I'm done, goddammit. I'm by any means, which was fucked up. I do not agree with what she did whatsoever. But I'm just saying that I think that she should be put into some shit where she has to do mandatory community service where she is serving um, underserved children and something like that just to kind of to facilitate that punish that punishment. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm getting at. So I will I I will hop in. And as I will remind our audience that I used to work for the court system for the state of Georgia. Mm for an anti-recidivism program so alvin is very much in the um subject the camp of i don't want people in jail or prison outside of violent crime that is not related to drug or mental health uh, situations so i will say that 
I put this in in line with people that have maybe done like simple assault um, as defined by Georgia, because Georgia defines like battery and assault a little bit differently than like other people think. Like so like battery is like you put your hands on somebody. Assault is like you threaten somebody. So simple assault. Theft below a certain amount, I put this in the realm of that. And yes, I don't think those people should go to jail or prison either. So like I I'm at I'm at like a impasse with exactly how we do it but i think that josh posits a very very thoughtful um and i don't want to call it a punishment restitution path for this individual because i don't necessarily think that like prisoner jail time is necessary because again like if i'm putting this in the realm of where i see it which would be like simple simple assault theft below a certain amount i'd say probably less than a thousand dollars like i'm putting it in that kind of realm mm. and i think there should be a punishment for those people but i don't necessarily think it's jail time or prison time because i honestly think that a lot of people don't realize how bad jails and prisons are as See, a person and, who used to do that work and, they are horrible fucking sure. places this is so this is my issue my i feel like josh has not or at least in the okay so for, first of all i disagree with the comparison to theft maybe petty assault but i don't think it's i don't think it's it's not in the same category of theft when you talk about harm it's not in the same category but magnitude i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking magnitude, what does magnitude not, mean here if not suffering caused i think i think you could make a case for it to be equivalent in regards to suffering caused if you if you calibrate the amount and I'm not saying that I have a good like calibration of the amount, but I'm thinking. If you can like, show me an example of a petty theft that is causing as much suffering as that child was. Yeah, man. To, when niggas, yeah, when niggas broke into my house when I was fucking five years old, when like they 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 threatened my fucking safety and all that kind of those shit. Are, I those felt, are, okay, no, that's fair. That's no, a totally different set of. No, crimes. if my if my motherfucking went to my head with a fucking clipper, it would probably be about as about no, as impactful. I'm as saying like the opposite that. of what I, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah what you just described is not is not what anybody would think of when they say theft what like what you're talking about is like ha like half of that would be like a kidnapping charge you've like threatened a child like with a wet like you like it depends that's a whole different situation it depends when i'm thinking like, theft i'm thinking so the right. amount of money stolen so if you're going yeah threatening a child and terrifying them and traumatizing them in a situation where they think they might be harmed is equivalent to terrifying and traumatizing a, a child in a situation where they think they might be harmed yeah, which i, I agree. am which is why which is yeah. why i picked those yeah, then, and then, i picked then, like simple assault so yeah. so my main point was just in it's the not context like of georgia theft. for the audience it's not like theft yeah. it's like if there's a specific theft that involves traumatizing a child then sure but it's not like theft it's like a it's like a theft that involves also the same crime anyway so i just wanted to make that like because i'm because i because i really want to talk to the i think the moral magnitude of this situation how much suffering the thing causes and i think the thing that i feel like Josh, I feel like you didn't address and what I'm saying is like I'm down for the conversation about like prison reform, let's make a difference, let's change people's lives, let's rehabilitate people. My issue is it feels like there's this and I'd really like to hear your thoughts here. It feels like there's an undertone of of you downplaying the seriousness of the crime. And so what I'm looking for is are you keeping the same energy for other crimes that we also give a year for? And, 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 and that those shouldn't be punished in the same way because it feels like what you're saying is what she did wasn't that bad. Like it was bad, it was vile, it crossed the line, but it was little more than giving her child a bad haircut. And I'm like, I, I can't accept that. So I'm like, there's other no. crimes that we give a person a year because they're vile. Like if you beat yeah, your yeah, wife, yeah. If, mm -hmm. if, you, if, you assault your, if you assault your partner, 
if you sleep with a student as a as a as a teacher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like those kinds of crimes. I don't want to split like, hairs, but like fucking. Aggra- aggravated battery in the state of Georgia is a fuck. Aggravated battery and aggravated assault are seven deadless. You can get fucking fifteen years for that. Like easy. Like okay. I could easily. Can you, can you help like, me formulate so, my argument because I think you understand what I'm talking. about I think about. I think I understand. So let me. I wanted to give an example. Right. Do you think this is as bad as a DUI? Do you think this is as I, bad as a DUI? I think that's a bad comparison. Like I like I'm I, I just want I just want to calibrate. Okay. So you're okay. right. Okay. You're right. But I want to mm-hmm. calibrate. Okay. Is this Fair. as bad as a DUI in your in your? Estimation? We talking me or Josh? Josh. Okay, yeah. I think it's worse. This is worse. Mmm, shit. Mm. If we're just talking about someone getting in the car, driving drunk, and then getting pulled over, getting the DUI, whatever happens, no one got hurt, no one got killed, this instance mm-hmm. that we're talking about is worse. Okay. So we have a floor, because a lot of times DUI doesn't necessarily result in jail time. It results in mm-hmm. fines, it results in suspended licenses, mm-hmm. it results in... Um, you probably will spend a night in jail. Yeah, like if absolutely. you get pulled up, you, you definitely you're probably going to spend the night in jail. You should just spend like a good night in jail, absolutely. So I think we have a floor now. So I think okay, now so we go can up the scale proceed. And see what's up. So we've got something that is a crime, doesn't necessarily have mandatory prison time. Let's let's see if we can get up to a six month a year and see if we can make moral comparisons about stuff because that that's what I'm trying to figure out. Theft by receiving. Theft by receiving. So it's like if you receive stolen product and you know about it. Mm. That's a Theft year. Theft by receiving. Yeah, a year six months. Okay, so is that, that worse or now. worse or better than that, Josh? For instance, if I receive stolen products, yeah, hot TV from Walmart, I, guess, I suppose is what he's talking about. Mm. What she did, what the mother did, was, in my opinion, was worse than doing that shit. People do that shit all the time. Yeah, they do. That's a nonviolent crime. Yeah, there was so, there was like a very what is it called a petty assault. I th- it's kind of a petty assault. The way she got down, it low key is assault. You could call. Yeah, was, like, yeah. could call it simple assault. If, yeah. if you did that to an adult, it's a there. There's no there's. If you did it to an adult, wasn't her it's child. Battery. Okay. If you did it to an if you did it to a, like an adult, that's fucking battery, and your ass is getting clanked. So if, if you did that to an adult, what would the so if some if a if a bigger man than you, Alvin, were to pin you down or make you freeze in some way and then shaved your head, what crime would that count as, and what charge would it likely get them? I'm thinking simple battery, bro. Like if I'm the fucking DA's office, I'm like simple battery. And then what charge does that, does that end up likely getting? But you're probably going to get probation. Yeah, okay. you're, not gonna send, you're not spending a whole year in, in prison. You're not gonna spend, I mean, whole, you're not even going to go to prison. That's jail. Simple. Especially not if it's your first time. I think. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're getting too much into the weeds on this, though. Yeah, I just want yeah, to steer past this, but like... Yeah, sure. May, may, yeah, maybe because... But but I'm I'm frustrated because... I, because Sure, maybe we are getting into the weeds, but I feel like we're... I'm, I'm trying to use detail to get at the actual question, which is like, how bad is this? Because it's easy to say something's bad, 
but to to calibrate how serious it is is really fucking difficult and the thing that i was was talking about like when we were having this conversation on twitter is that i i think that we underestimate not just how damaging it is to the relationship but what the function of this behavior is it's not discipline it's an attempt to remind a individual that they are not human it's a dehumanizing act it's something that's used in war as psychological torture it is meant to remind the victim that they are not a person but that they are property to destroy and transform their body in a way that doesn't draw blood in order to remind them of their station relative to you like the that kind of behavior has to we have to draw a very clear line in the sand so sure maybe i'm going too far in the weeds but we got to call it what it is i'm with you 90 percent on that um I'm with you 90% on that. Like, I I don't, I have no real recourse for, like, full-on disagreement with what you just said. Like, because at the end of the day, when it comes to, especially, especially with the black community yeah. and the trauma that's been passed down for generations, like, just a beating, just getting your ass beat was just a mm. common it's disciplinary normal. act. It's normal. It's normal. It's been mm. so normalized just, and, like, we just... It's like that's all we know. That's what you I'm know talking. What I mean? It's slavery shit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, with you, with that, I'm with you. But I don't know um, necessarily in terms of like you're not a human. You're my property. Which, when you say as long as you're my child, you're living under my roof. Those are properties kind of terms. But I don't think they're necessarily um, unpacking that like that in the thought. But I mean, hey, I guess at the end of the day, that might not really matter. But when, if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. I'm trying, I'm trying so, to tell you, it's, it's, it's slavery, it's slavery yeah, thinking because yeah. when we we view children as property, so when we when we treat children as property, completely dehumanizing them, removing all of the things that are sort of required in the way you relate to a human being, especially in the black community, but in general, but I'm, we, we keep it in-house, country clubs, speaking specifically here, it's like we normalize that to the point that it blinds us to even being able to fully comprehend the magnitude of these kinds of situations. We can say, oh, it's bad, it's too far, but just make that child an adult, right? Let's say, if a police officer arrested somebody that they, that they, uh, and they weren't sure that they had done the crime yet, and as punishment for what they thought they saw this person did, do, they shaved this person's dreadlocks off, motherfuckers would be in the streets understanding what they had just seen. But because it's a child and the person and the their abuser is their parent, we struggle to call it what it is. You see what I'm saying? My only thing about and it was, this is also like my one of my talking points when I saw the video coming prepared for the pod. Like, and this goes back to a conversation me and you, Vaddy, have had a couple times where we butted heads again uh, in this. Mm. And it's like, and I don't have the answers, but my thing is like, as a parent, when you're raising a child who is don't respect you, not listening yeah, to you, yeah. not just not, not yeah. abiding by no rules, just disrespecting the fuck out of you, testing your gangster, testing your guy, like just testing you and sure. constantly pushing you to that limit. What do you do? Now, I'm not, once again, yeah. I don't agree with what the fuck the, the, that mom did, but it's just like at a point where you might fucking snap and we might see a snapshot of some shit that could have been a result of a long standing issue. That might have been going on in that household. I don't know, but I'm just. Yeah. I think so. Know. I think I have two answers to that question. One is place the word spouse in any question that you ask about a child, and realize how crazy the question is. Not saying that you're crazy, but like just realize how different that that conversation yeah. sounds. And two, I think that as that dynamic is different. 
and why. And I think the, the, the question of why there makes a difference. And that leads into my other point, which is that I think that people get obsessed with like being respected by their kids as opposed to raising their kids. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds crazy because, again, we have this slavery dynamic for what child rearing is supposed to be, that this is a person who is supposed to respect you. And it's like your job is to make sure that they're happy and that they turn into a functioning adult. So my if job they, is, a parent's job is not simply to make sure that your kid is happy. And functional, idiot. Functional, okay. yes. That, happy, I, that like, I agree with. Functional okay, is, yeah, f- is yeah, likely okay. not Take to the, be Because there's, there's lots of implication to happy. Take that out of my point. Functional, right? The goal agreed, is to make agreed. them into a person that can operate in the world, not a mm-hmm. person that gives you respect, not a person that makes you feel valued as a parent, not any know, of that shit. Respect, I know it sounds like 0%, but go ahead. 0% that's part of it. I have to disagree because take it's nice take your, take your grown ass out into this world and you don't understand how to give and receive respect and watch what happens to you See, that role okay. is not going to be good i think, no, no. I think we are, i think we also this is different do that's this, a different point yeah there's a different that's point talking between about respect other people and cordiality there's a that different too. like like i don't like i don't have to respect anybody like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be 100 like this is yeah. me this is my face if i don't know you i don't fucking respect you like I have a I have a baseline set of cordiality where I'm gonna say yeah. you know like thank you I'm gonna I'm not gonna like try to like bum rush you like if like we're walking on the same like path that kind of shit like you can 100 percent like move through like the regular world without like respect as the denotation of respect are, is defined. How many but people are you actively issue, disrespecting though? That is different. You're you're right. That is different, and you're right about that point. Okay. I agree. Here here's my my issue. I think that we are confusing the subjective feeling of distress that occurs when somebody disrespects you with the danger that it poses to that person being disrespectful to the wrong person. So I agree with you that you do need to raise your child in a way that they can keep from getting their ass beat, that they can keep from losing their job, that they can operate with other people, etc., etc. I agree completely. I think that the problem is that in the way that you're phrasing it, you're confusing that with not wanting to have the feeling of your child not respecting you. And that's where a lot of people in this conversation are coming from. They're not going like, hey, I need to make sure that you're able to, and I know there's room for disagreement here, but like, mm-hmm. they're not saying, hey, I'm trying to raise you so that you don't get fired from every job that you do, so that you don't get your ass beat by talking crazy to the wrong person, et cetera, et cetera. That's not what they're, they, that's the excuse that they use, but what they're saying is, you are my property, you need to respect me. I don't like how it feels when I am being disrespected by my child because we are in a slavery dynamic. When my parent, I treated them as my master, and so the social contract is that now I have a child, you need to make me feel like a master. And that's what people are upset about. They're not scared for their child in the future because half the time they're not even raising them right for that situation any fucking way. Uh, So I uh, think, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. So my, my thing is like a lot of times when we talk about the point that Josh made up, well, not, not made up, that's that's the wrong phrasing. The right. the point that Josh accurately brought to the forefront is that sometimes you have children that are in these households that are uncontrollable in the sense that, like, not that I want to be property, but in terms of, like, I, I can't make them a functional human being. True. I, I will say. I don't think I that was will the point that he made, but I think that, that or that's part of yeah. his point, but yes. Yeah. Part of I will say that I still put the onus on the parents to figure out how they make them functional adults and relatively happy, because I do think that sometimes being a functional adult is, is dealing with life despite the fact that you're not happy. 
I think that those parents need to figure out how to do that. And the example that I figure that I figure makes sense is that you have a lot of these at risk youth that ultimately do have somebody that reaches them, whether it's a mm. a caseworker, whether it's a mm. social worker, whether it's yep. a therapist, whether it's a a doctor, whether it's a football fucking coach, whether it's a fucking band director. Like you know how many kids I know that were like had horrible life um horrible lives at home that like only like straightened up because they wanted to fucking play trombone you know how many fucking kids i know that did because the band director held them accountable and was like like if you got to straighten up and do xyz or like you're not going to be able to fucking march and play french horn on fucking fridays you know what i mean so like i think i put the onus on the parents to figure out the strategy that works because there is a strategy that works for literally every child yeah, that is my totally, only that is my totally only caveat. But I 100 really understand hard. what Josh is coming from. I think it's I think it's a nuanced situation. I don't think it's as black and white as Eddie is putting it forth. I think it's a little bit more black because okay, so I so I think I think when we have this conversation about child abuse, we have it from two two lanes. One of which I think is wrongheaded. So we have it from the utilitarian perspective, which is sort of what you're getting at, which is like there are better tools that we have available to us to help children than assaulting them, then striking them, then hitting them, whatever. Um, and I think that that's, a, that's a, a point that gets brought up a lot. I think it's wrongheaded. I think the other point is that there are some actions of abuse, of violence, of harm that are never acceptable tools to use in interacting with other people almost under any circumstance. And I, I think that's the think argument that you start together. with. And then you go, given that this is off the table, what do we then do not oh well yeah i could i could beat a minor or i could talk to them which one is more utility is the completely backwards nonsense way of approaching that problem i think think here's what's allowed within that what do we do i think your utility obviously can like 100 percent be in the caveat that some things are off the table yeah agree agree like 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 it like nobody that i mentioned no profession that i mentioned no context that i mentioned involves beating a child for example and agreed. i think we all understood that upon hearing it so no, ag- agreed and if it came across like i was saying that you were purely making the utilitarian uh, argument i retract that my point was that the points that you were bringing up were utilitarian and often in these discussions those are the two paths that are taken not that you were weighing over whether we should or should not beat children or not my thought though yeah. is that it's I, I think it's nuanced and I will say that like, I'm like not again, I'm 99% of the way with, with where Eddie is, but like as a person who like would rather and has seen the numbers and has seen like what this does to people, I would rather nonviolent offenders not be in prison. Like I'm just like, or yeah, look, I mean, I'm, 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 I think y'all understand the, the bit of the conversation that I'm taking issue with. I'm happy to discuss what the thing should be and what actual outcomes are with regard to prison reform. My issue is I don't think that we're at a clear consensus on the nature of this particular type of unacceptable behavior and where it falls on the spectrum, as evidenced by the like the follow-up conversation. So I, I yeah. pretty much entirely agree with what you're saying, Alvin. And like Josh, I'm on board for the reform question. My issue is I don't want us using it as a way to skirt around making a clear moral stance on this entire group of behaviors that is very normalized in society the child abuse 
conversation. Trying to, yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to act like that didn't deserve some sort of a punishment or but downplay you, it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Or, or not, not I understand so what you're saying, but yeah. But, yeah. I, but once again, my mindset is like, I want people to actually, I'm, I'm, I'm for people actually healing and just more punishment on top of Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, agree. I don't people. think you're getting what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're getting what I'm saying, like, in a sense, like, but, I mean, I might not understand I, what I you're saying. No, I don't know. I think I am, but, yeah. Maybe, but I don't know, G. Like, I don't think, I don't know if you necessarily feel where yeah. I'm coming from all the way. Okay. And that's okay. But Well, not necessarily. But, well, yeah, that's, it'll be okay. Yeah. I, that, I mean, you still my nigga. I still love you. We don't have to, you yeah. know, always understand. I mean, each well, other. no, no. I, okay. I, when I say when I say, oh. that, I don't <laughs> yeah. mean in the context of a relationship. I mean that what we're talking about is serious. Like I don't, I I don't view it as a joke type of a thing. So like, I mean, it's it's what I, I just. I'm not saying from a relational perspective. I'm saying from like it's not a agree to disagree type of a topic. So it's a thing that'll probably. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Be discussed more. That's all I meant. Not like, oh, but just like. No, no, I, I, yeah. I, well, I know. I didn't. I, I didn't okay. say that to question yeah. our relationship. That was not, yeah. That's not what that was about. But yeah. I'm just saying that just in me, how I think about just the human beings and how fucked up we are. We're all so goddamn broken, traumatized, carry so much anger, True. pain, hurt, and we just—it's just hurt people, hurting people. True. I'm not trying to take away yeah. from anything of the severity and da da da, but I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, how can how can we heal past that? Like, how can we really get people to heal and then actually be better so they can do yeah. better for the next generation? That that's that's, that's all I'm saying. I and and I I I mean mm-hmm. I yeah I don't mean to guess like but I feel like yeah I get it I I think I understand okay. everything I take issue with the last sentence that you're saying which is that what was like the last sentence I said? which was that I'm not taking away anything from the severity of this I feel that you not necessarily are but that I I think the conversation that we had after that and yeah maybe <laughs> maybe wheezy a little bit but I feel like the bit after that of like well, what do you do with an unruly child like that conversation I think is yeah. the the, like the reform bit, cool, we but I think there's still a conversation that we are, and I don't think yeah, I'm misunderstanding you, que- which is that, yeah, yeah. and so I don't and think that's I'm a genuine misunderstanding question that I, I have, I'm addressing because, what you're saying. Yeah, and that's because I don't have the answers, but like that's a genuine question. It's like how, and I get it, like yeah, you you know, the onus is on the parent, like you should find ways, but it's not a manual on this shit, like no, yeah. we can but talk all day. Yeah. Cool. But we can talk all day and discuss all this shit all day, but none of us have kids. Like, Alvin True. is the closest one, but those aren't his direct kids. Like, his is his nephews. Like, of course, like, he's doing his it's job, a, yeah. like, doing his part, like, rearing them as well. But they're not at his house all day, every day. Like, when he comes home, like, none of us, none of us can really yeah. relate to that. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, and I'm growing up in my house, watching my older brother and, like, the relationship between my sister and my mom. And, and not even saying that they were... There was some issues, but not even saying that they was just like the worst of the worst or whatever. But it's still like this. There's instances where I'm like, damn, it ain't got to be like this. Like, I know 
you didn't have like you as a child didn't have to do that when my mom like you no know, the mom is just trying to help and like she's not one of these angry authoritative and then i'm gonna whoop your way actually she did beat us but you know whatever <laughs> but but i'm just saying like what do as a parent what do you do when your child is just not listening like because i i'm that's a genuine ass question like when they're just unruly as fuck don't listen don't respect and i'm a big proponent of respect i believe that you have to you have to be a person worthy of respect to get it or at the very least prove to me why you don't deserve respect or why i should disrespect you just off gp i don't know bro i feel like we went in a circle just then maybe so but i mean that's i don't know i mean like i feel like you made that point man ask those questions i said a bunch of stuff and then we went back up you know what i'm saying like like i mean like that's, that's what you brought up and I'm, yeah, because and I have I already a question. addressed like, what you said, and then I was waiting for you to respond, and then you circled back to your previous point That's about my, prison I'm, reform. Uh huh. So I'm saying, like, we've like the question, like, what I'm saying is, one, I think the, well, okay, maybe I shouldn't repeat myself. Do you want me to? I'm just, like, what are you looking for? Like, exactly, what question do you want me to answer? Like, what thing am I missing? Like, Wait. I'm, I might be having a Patrick moment. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, it's the, but like. Because you asked the question of like, when you have an unruly child, that it is really difficult to get control of them, et cetera, et cetera. You made the point about respect. And then I brought up a point which Alvin then built on. So I'm not looking for like an answer to a question. Like you asked a question, I gave like a, like a contextualizing answer, which wasn't like an end all be all. Cause like you said, we don't have the end all be all. And then I'm looking for your response to that. We just went in a circle and we're back where we already were about 10 minutes ago. What was your point? So what I was saying is that like one, I think that the obsession with respect is built in a dynamic that doesn't have anything to do with raising the child well. So that was one point that I made. So I think the question there is flawed a little bit. And the other thing is, I think the question of like, what do you do when you can't control your child? I think that that question implies that you have to control your child under any circumstances no matter what it requires and what i was suggesting is that sometimes there's stuff that's off the table so i don't have the answer for how you control an unruly child but i think that why we're asking that question matters right if i ask hey how do i resolve an argument with my spouse there's a very clear bubble drawn around what acceptable answers are for that and i think that the problem with the question around children is that we're doing it as a way of opening the bubble instead of saying here's here's what you can do so what can you do to control an unruly child because this conversation that question was brought up in response to us talking about physical child abuse so that was that was the response that i gave to all that stuff that you just said and so i'm going what do you think about what i've said okay um that's a lot bro um well yeah, yeah. because when i said what i said like because it's honestly just some sometimes it's just some shit that I think about just on a daily basis. And I brought up that question just as an opportunity to just ask the question like and once again, it didn't have anything to do with the abuse that the mother did onto her child in that video. Okay. I'm not cool with that shit. Like I'm not, and once again, that's why I'm saying like I'm not trying to take away from nothing or the severity on nothing. I'm just also saying like I have this question because like I see it. Like you do, and Alvin gave a really good talking point to to what you can do is like maybe find something more constructive for them to do with their time, or what do they care about? Like you know, attach attach it to something, um, attach the punishment to something that they might care about. Give them a reason to want to 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 kind of. I think that's a great answer. Fall yeah. in line. 
I don't have the answers, but I, I, that's all I'm saying. That's it wasn't to, once again not to take away from anything. Okay, and I well, will yeah, say, yeah. So, yeah, I will say that I think that oftentimes, and this is something that me and my sisters learned, and my brother-in-law learned over time, because I, my my sister was was an adult when she had my first nephew, but she was a very very young adult. Mm. And I will say that she was a very, very young adult with a lot of life experience. Like she, she took care of me, like all that kind of shit. Um, but that was very much a learning process, and we very much adapted our strategies for working with my nephews over time, given the fact that we were all very young when the first one was born. But I think that a lot of times parents neglect exactly how smart children are. I think I think that's something that like one hundred percent gets lost in the sauce. So I'll, for example, say, and again, this this is a dichotomy with this kind of like respect angle, right? So my third nephew, my third oldest nephew, his father will, would in the past often tell him not to do something. And he'd just say, you know, don't do that. And my nephew would respond with, with, with you know, daddy, why? Like, why? Not, not even in like a disrespectful kind of nature, just like yeah. a curious childlike nature. And my brother-in-law will fly off the handle like, you don't ask me why. Like, I just I just gave you a directive. Yeah, I just told yeah. you why. I just told you what to do. And we ultimately had to understand that, like, this is a this is a sentient, intelligent being. Yeah. And we and if we give him reasons, if we explain the why's, if we really sit down and rationalize with them that these like these beings are smarter than like, I think that that we understand as adults. And I've said it before jokingly, I think that like all adults turn 25 and like forget that like children are smart. Like we forget, mm -hmm. like we forget that we it's had crazy. some kind of like level of intelligence. We like just when completely we did. forget that we had this whole period of life that we were, you know, functioning, like we could operating, make have complete We could make fucking thoughts. decisions. We could do yeah. this kind of stuff. So like I think that what we've done as a unit, um, you know, my sisters, my brother-in-law, myself, I think we've really sat down and realized that like you can have conversations with children. And when I see videos like that one that happened, I, I guarantee you that she didn't have a real conversation with her with her daughter. No. Mm -hmm. I guarantee yeah. you that she didn't. I, I yep. I can I because can I guarantee you, you yeah. that if you that if you yeah. have real conversations with kids, they'll at least try. I'm not saying they're going to get it right 100 percent of the time, and they'll try but they'll more fucking often than try. Like, yeah. cause and it, your job you as a, a fucking real parent. crazy ass street because it and to to shoot bail to, to Josh, there are I one hundred percent agree understand yes. that there are kids that are crazy as fuck. Like and they where, will like, fuck up. And yeah, they, and, they will fuck up. And those kids do exist to where it's like this. You gotta. We need to talk about Kevin Ash kid. That happens. But the thing is, I feel like people forget. Like kids, most mostly, even the unruly ass kids, they mostly still defer to you more than they don't like even some of the craziest kids they still come home to your house yes. they still look yes. to you as the authority and even if they're rebelling even the act of rebelling is like a it's low-key half an act of, sub, of submission because look at what most people look yeah. at what most kids rebel when they do right they're doing shit that is very low stakes ultimately right in well terms within of, the like, structure them, like in, look if a mother if, if well like, you low know, stakes. stealing your fucking pen if a kid's like stealing your pension or like stealing your identity and like refinancing the, the your home and fucking up your mortgage like okay cool kids aren't doing that niggas like, are making c's yeah they're making fucking c like i'm gonna right. cut your hair because you made a fucking c minus or some shit it's crazy. Like, you, you can't right. you came like back home an shit, hour you know? later than curfew like that's most of the shit that's happening. Yeah, doing it's drugs very or whatever. low stakes stuff. Yeah. 
And I think yeah. that I my my it's most mo- of them exploring their own autonomy over their body and you know their ability to fuck their own life yes. up, like yes. which is bad and you do need to correct. But it's like, yeah, it's it, it, yeah. yeah. And like, I, I just, I just kids have very are mostly they're that. still acting as your kid when they're in your house, by and large, even when they're on some crazy reckless bullshit. Like yes, so I think there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot more. And I, again, I don't have kids, so I'm you know. But I I think that. I don't, I don't think that that should discount what we're talking about either because we're people and we've been kids and we've got friends that have kids and I've seen other people raise kids healthily. Like it ain't, it ain't impossible. It's not this like yeah. magical thing that doesn't happen. Like I see it happen all the time. People doing a great job or better job of, of raising kids, even when yeah. it's really difficult. So it's, it's very, my sister was an amazing parent. I yeah. say, I say that shit all the time. Like I, like I, I, I thank them both, both my older sisters, and again, my like when my mother like completely checked out, my oldest sister was an adult. My second oldest sister was not an adult. I think they did a phenomenal job. I think I think if they could write books, like I, I wish they would. So like it can be done. Um, so I think that that's something to to definitely like give context to the the conversation that we're having. But I one hundred percent would strive to make. It's so that adults understand that children can be reasoned with by and large like you have problem cases sure but and they like, can be reasoned with past a certain age and before we because i want to go into maybe the video about michelle obama talking about her first year with obama but like after having a child but oh i, I had i had to... i had strong feelings about that i had okay interesting i want to hear that. that so the last bit i was just going to say is with regard to the respect thing i go sure like as you said kids are fucking but they're human beings with autonomy so which means that they can be reasoned with but also means that like a lot of the mo- motivations for why they do shit is just the same motivations for why the fuck you do shit they're just in a different situation yes. than you so it's like yes. yeah you get drunk on the weekends too my nigga like and so so does your kid want to do that shit like that's what you do obviously they're in a different context so the the ramifications and consequences of that are different so it, that behavior needs to be controlled guided etc in a way that yours doesn't necessarily cool my question is like and this is addressing something that, that josh said is like What's the worst that's going to happen in the situation where you can't get them to do exactly what you want? And if the only answer to that is that your feelings are hurt, then you just got to eat that. You're grown. Like, grow up. It'll be, you'll, you'll be okay if your feelings are hurt. Now, if it's this kid's getting arrested, this kid's getting an ass beat, this, this kid's overdosing, this kid's failing out of school, et cetera, et cetera, cool, I understand. But if the, if the only consequence is just like you feel like your kid's not respecting you, but everything else is going, like if your kid's got straight A's and they're going and whatever, but they don't respect you, it's like, that's that's your problem, not theirs, is my view. I also just think that kind of comes back to a point of what Alvin said earlier too, is just like, not actually explaining the whys makes a big difference behind what you're telling. Yeah, like actually communicating with your kid and like just breaking shit down because they do ask questions for a reason because they need to learn. Yeah. They're learning. What's going They're on? curious. What is, and then what also is the, yeah. one thing I did forget was also a possible um, a solution or maybe help family therapy. You know, actually, yeah. because like you a lot of these parents it. don't yeah. even have the tools, the words, the know-how to even oh. communicate with their kids. So you yeah. need that mediator there who can just like, you know, you would with um spousal, spousal therapy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So going go to family therapy. Yeah, yeah, because people, I mean, fuck, we struggled. It, it, I mean, I was also going to say, like, I feel like, God damn, like, I I know we're all, all, all having kids all of the time, like human beings, that's just what we do. So I can't really talk about shoulds and coulds because motherfuckers are just going to have kids and they're going to keep creating this situation. But I feel like when you are in a situation where you can't manage your child and you can't, 
get them to see reason you can't get them to respect your authority when that's appropriate or understand your reasoning or express your emotion. it's like bro you created this situation like you were a grown person who decided to have a child and now you're in this situation and you're acting like your kid did something to you it's like you did this but <sighs> but what if you're in texas Eddie? yeah basically and, and, and like louisiana Eddie? yeah and even with the abortion thing it's like even even with you when you do have access to abortion to be fair we don't even really question childbearing enough for me to really blame adults for that. Like we just, it's just a thing you're supposed to do. So people don't even question it to really call it like a conscious decision. I don't know, which I was, so, this. I was so ready to say some bullshit about what you said. And then you just had to be like rational about it. So like, fuck you. <laughs> I was so ready to like, so like make this like some, uh, fucking eugenics, Edward Overgold mm. over here. Like I was so ready to ruin it. Everybody should just stop having children right now. Yeah, I mean, look, we that's for another episode. Yeah, I'm say, look, hey, look, I'm just saying, mandatory vasectomies, and you got to apply to get it reversed. I don't think that's that crazy of an idea. That's not what we're talking about here, but I think that's, I don't think that's crazy. Not that's, to get Gattaca on niggas, but I don't think that's crazy. that crazy. That's a, that's I don't think little... it's that crazy. I think that's pretty See, reasonable. you're that villain. You can't always you're, reverse you're that them, villain bro. with a great cause, but you're going about it all wrong. We, vaccine, we vaccinate niggas. Why can't we vaccinate against kids? Think about it. Think about how honestly, much suffering is caused yeah. by aberrant honestly, child habits. Maybe, but like the reversal of like vasectomies is like yeah, no, no, I agree. Like, like practically, like, it doesn't make sense. But practically, but it's morally, not as reversible. But as morally, think. though, morally, morally, do niggas really have a right to get people pregnant like that? I don't think. I'm not. I'm waiting for the argument. Please explain it to me. Is that a legal right? I have the right to bu to bust raw in people and get them pregnant. It quite literally is a right. It quite literally is a, a, a constitutional thing. Which one? Which which amendment is that? Somebody help me out. Is That's, it? It's a, a, a nut-busting amendment. It's the, That's right, crazy. Right, right. The, it ain't no, no, no fucking so, way. It's a nut-busting no, amendment. No, nigga. hold on. So there's an amendment. Man, there's I an amendment read, that basically man, says that basically says like class. That's crazy. No, That's in the constitution. There's an amendment that basically says you are free to do everything that like makes you happy that doesn't infringe upon like the freedoms or rights. Like oh, that's broad. Like I'm, I'm, my, my, no, but that's the point. I want to. I want to say it's, it's, it's either the ninth or the fourteenth, but like it's broad for that purpose. Like no, no, it's no, but, literally but, broad no, for that no, purpose. I'm saying it's broad because I'm saying everything falls under that, and the second clause of that, unless it infringes on the yes, rights of others, that's the point. No, no, wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Unless it infringes on the rights of others, is the point. Aberrant child, like just having oh. mad kids, does. Get in the way of the rights of everyone, including but mostly that child. You're like, on to something here, motherfucker. Of course, like, I'm on to something, man. What are you talking about? You think I didn't think about this? What the fuck you mean? Shit? Of course, I'm on to something. What the oh, fuck man. you talking about? Oh man, I got, I got, I got a manifesto, bro. It's dropping in June. Come on. I think it's the 14th <laughs> Amendment. Please don't get on me, fucking TikTok or wherever the fuck we posted. Yeah. I think it's the 14th. Um, I think ninth, ninth, ninth is the Commerce Clause, right? Somebody, somebody, please fucking bail me? me out. I don't know. God damn it! I want to say ninth is the commerce. I know clause, it's ten. So I know I it's ten of them, I, and I know the first one is I can shoot people and I can say shit. It's the bill. It's like I know it's ten of them. Wait, get the fuck out of here, bro. Fourteen includes ten. No, fourteen includes ten. I'm saying it's at least ten. There are more. It's the bill of rights. More than ten amendments, bro. You say you say I know it's ten amendments. It is. I know it's ten of them. There are. Yeah, I didn't say only ten. I said it's ten. That includes eleven and twelve. Fair yeah, whatever. All right, Fair cool. Let's on. can we move on? <laughs> yeah, y'all saw that that uh, clip of uh, Michelle. She was on some podcast or something like that, and she was yeah, saying bro. like she uh, was on fucking um a podcast, right? Fucking like Beyonce's mom and like Kelly Rowland was on that shit. Yeah, it was something like that. But it's not like okay, it's so, like Revolt so, TV, right? 
It, it looked like it was something like that. So I'll give context and then you give your take. Alice says you've got uh, some strong feelings. So she was talking about how she, it was great with Barry, but as soon as they had a kid, there was like a 10 year period where she like low key, I don't know if she used this word, but hate, yes, hated she used this nigga. That, she used the word. And she said hated that the him. reason hated, did not fuck with this nigga for like 10 years of their marriage. Young couples, I see them giving up too fast, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because we don't talk about how much work mm -hmm. is required and how hard it is. There were 10 years where I couldn't stand my husband. Yeah. <laughs> you you know? do say that. When those kids were little, right? Yeah. You know, you can be all great individually when, you, when you're just married. You got your life, he's got his, you come together. It's all, ooh, good to see you, bye, take it easy. <laughs> good, I get to hang, hang out and watch the TV I wanna watch. Right. But the minute we had kids, it was like, where are you going? <laughs> and how far? And you start measuring, it's like, how many diapers did you change? Mm -hmm. And oh, you're golfing? And she said it was because once you have a kid, in the past, like kind of like before pre-kid neglect is kind of like if you don't, if your husband or wife don't want to hang out with you or they're being a dick or whatever, you can go do something. But once you have a kid, you have this shared project that has to get done. So if they go off doing some other shit or y'all are having a falling out, that project still has to get done. So if they fail to do their half, you still got to be changing diapers while this nigga's out playing golf. And they struggled a lot with that relationship. And but then eventually they things equalized out and they found themselves there. And then she she ended her main point at the end was like. Marriage is tough. It can be really tough. And I would rather take those 10 years in combination with the 30 incredible years altogether that we've had. And I'm glad that we did it, but it ain't easy. So that was her point. But Alvin was, sound like you got a list. You checking so, it twice. So my, my, my thoughts in regards to that clip was, so one of the things that she noted was that marriage is never even. Okay. And I think that I can, I can get behind that because no matter what I can do, I can't, I can't bear and give birth to a child. I think the child bearing and like birth process means that like Agreed. no matter yeah, what I, I do, yeah. like that's dangerous, especially for women of color. Um, and it doesn't have to be like we can fix that. It's very much a structural a issue that we can. Yeah. It's it's one hundred percent racism. Yeah. So I, I don't think in the context of where we are right now, me being a, a black man, me being a black man, that's you know, 100 percent attracted to to women of color, um, not only, but you know, like definitely, sure. that's my preference. Um, did I you think mean to say that, black women? Hmm? Did you mean to say black women, or did you mean to say women of color? So I'm attracted to women of color, but if but like yeah, I just mean for, for like just what you were saying just then. I, I meant I meant what I was saying because like it, okay. it still is like dangerous for all like women of color. Oh, outside interesting. Of like Asian. Yeah. Like, like, I was Latino, say, I was like, like Asian Latino women, women also die in childbirth. Latino, okay. Latino women, Native, Native women. American women. So yeah, yeah. Native American um, men and women have like worse health outcomes basically across the board. Uh, yeah, my understanding is they not doing well. They are like it is like we have like a larger voice because it's more of us because you know genocide and all that kind of shit. But like Native mm -hmm. American men and women have like the worst like outcomes of basically any category you can think of. It's um, a very common outcome for First Nations. Folks. But just to be just to clarify, Alvin's purpose is black women um okay. but um i, I think that let the, these niggas know yeah i think that that point that she brought up is is true but i think that i 100 percent strive toward like some of the stuff that she mentioned was like like she was keeping track of like how many diapers that you're doing mm. I, I think that like as a man knowing that you carried it i think i would rather lean on the yep the edge of like doing more 
yeah than what the vast majority of men do where it ain't and no I doubt continue, i want to yeah. continue to 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 drive home the fact that relative to other men black men have been noted in several studies to be more, more involved yeah. in their child care than other men so i want to make that very clear but like it is still not equal so i would say that like when i saw that i had a very visceral reaction of like man i never want my i never want my to feel like you know that. i never want my lady to feel like she can't come to me and be like skip golf you know what i mean yeah. like like fucking yeah. skip golf man like yeah. well like okay. i want to i want to fucking i want to fucking be there for my Stay kids home. i want to like yeah. i want to change yeah. 80% of the diapers yeah. i want to i want to fucking give you know 90% of the bottles like man. it was it was very tough for me to watch because like i feel like we're not compensating for like what they go through in a lot of situations and to, i'm not saying fair, that like who is he going to golf with just saying nigga that's what I was, because like a lot of a lot of I mean that shit might be part of the that's low it is part of the job because like that's where they yes. do a lot of networking that's where they're striking a lot of deals motherfucker well, might not be president though. if he wasn't on that golf no, course i'm not that's what i'm saying you got to understand but... their relationship <laughs> you know i mean so like so like this this is this is the obamas right this is the obamas right so okay. michelle was the breadwinner she was the associate was holding it down at sidley austin mm -hmm. right he was he, yeah, they, they met the when he did firm? an internship yeah okay yeah. they met she when he was doing an internship yeah. yeah, she was his. She was the associate that he reported to when he was doing an internship, right? Yeah. So she came out and she was in the field, fucking doing this shit, and he was being fucking community organizer slash like state senator, making fucking like probably forty k, like Barack Obama. Like she was Jeez. carrying them, so yeah. like she's carrying you financially, and like she's like carrying and like giving birth to these kids. I mean, was like, she, was she, she at gave the time of lot, these bro. conversations? You know what I'm saying? Ten. So it's like so she said ten years. So like. They had ten years prior, and then there's no, no, that she, ten she, years, she the and then there's ten years was after. only during the period of the childbearing. Yeah, that she yeah, was yeah. So yeah. she, yeah, she was. So they, she was talking about a thirty-year period, right? Okay. And she was saying that ten years of that thirty-year period, she hated him. So mm -hmm. like, there was a ten-year period where like she was very happy, and I'm assuming a ten-year period after that where she was very happy. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, during a lot of this, like, this nigga would make. You know, money, bro. This nigga was community organizing. This nigga was a state senator. This nigga was not like even a full senator, like of Illinois, like oh, during all of that period. Those first right? babies. Yeah, like okay. this nigga like was climbing the political ladder. So like, gotcha. I, while I will, I will admit it clearly worked out for Michelle. That's what I'm but saying. But what I like, want to say is like when plan? like people are looking at her example, like, come on, man, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, I, feel like if you, I, if I just look at that and I took it as like, I should do more. If you're dating, if you're dating, you know, a rapper or whatever, he's doing his mixtapes or whatever, while you're rearing the child and you feel it's lopsided, I feel like there's definitely a conversation to be had. But if the conversation is, well, look, we're together investing in your career because you're going to be a Grammy nominated, Grammy winning artist, you're going to be president, you're going to be whatever. Then I think you, but to, to your, now, I think now, it has to yeah. be an explicit conversation. I think you have to. Now. Your your wife should feel comfortable saying, "Stay home from golf. Shit ain't even. We need to discuss this. If this now, if this is what my job it. is going to be is raising your fucking kids while you go out and live life, then we need to discuss what the fuck that is." As now, let me ask you a question, so. Eddie. Okay. Let me ask you a question, right? Let's say I'm a Sidley Austin like associate or like jun oh, junior yeah. partner or whatever, or like I'm hospital administrator because her last job as i recall it was a hospital administrator making about 400k right let's say like i'm making three four hundred k right 
yeah. I'm the breadwinner of our of our house, right? And mm-hmm. you have political aspirations, and mm-hmm. you're like, you need to go like play golf with the head of the Teamsters, right? Yeah. Because this is a part of your like mission to be like a political person, right? Mm-hmm. And like you're making basically nothing relative to me. I'm making three, four hundred k. I have the kids most of the time. Like, what's your like? How does that conversation go? I think I think like yeah. I do think that like we need to like have like two conversations. I think there's a conversation about like the Obamas in their context and like the context of like the regular well, regular the everyday couple. Yeah, I think uh, that's a yeah. really good question. I think in the I think we're saying this because we know the nigga became president. But exactly. imagine if he didn't. Exactly. And you have to you imagine have to if a regular fucking nigga said that shit. Yeah. Imagine if a regular fucking nigga president, said. or even if it was just yeah. Obama, and he just stayed senator, and it's like, really, you had me go through ten State years of senator. bullshit raising your State fucking senator. kids so you can make forty forty thousand dollars a year, and I was making four hundred thousand. But I think also it goes back to that dream conversation, which is that like, I think you just have to have like, yo. Are you game for him to invest in whatever this thing is, and are you game to? And if the if the answer is no, then he doesn't get to do that. And I think that's a very fair. It's like no, I as your wife, I'm saying you can't play golf. Not and it's not like I forbid you. I'm saying I am not going to raise these kids by myself. And I think that's a very fair thing for that. I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think it's a woman being like not submissive enough or any of that bullshit. I think it's very fair to go. I'm not doing this. You change this fucking diaper. I don't. I, yeah, I know you want to, but I'm not willing to do free labor doing your half of the child rearing in order for you to get your music career uh, career up off the ground or get your you know your political career off the ground. Figure out a way to do it. Otherwise, I'm not doing that. Now, if she signs up to do that, then cool, you do it. But I yeah. think you have the conversation. If it's no, then it's just like well, it's no. Like we can't have kids, or you know. Yeah. Because no no nigga would take that deal. Or not no nigga, but like a lot of niggas would not take that deal. If their wife said, hey, I want to become like a concert cellist. And so I got to go out with like cello directors and I got to go talk to program managers and go out to dinners with, you know, artsy niggas. And I got to do that. You go ahead and raise these kids because one day I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be playing at the Adult Swim Festival. And it's like niggas are not. Niggas, niggas are, by are, not, large are not taking that deal. Niggas are not niggas taking by that deal. So a woman should not. That shit. Yeah. Shout out to you, Michelle Lowe. You know what I'm saying? You picked a good one. You know what I'm saying? Was, she got well lucky, done. bro. You know what I'm saying? Like she, you think so? she you got think the she one. Just, you think that was just pure luck? Because she does. She did say she made so, that nigga. So, so, so like she one. She did make that nigga. Like just being frank, but also like when I say like she got lucky, like you need the materials. That's what I'm saying. Like this motherfucker like graduated from Columbia undergrad, went to fucking like Harvard Law. Like if if like this political shit didn't yeah. work out for him, like he could have just a got bar. a fucking job. Yeah, yeah. he could have just got a fucking job. You know what I mean? He, like he yeah. like. His worst case scenario was like, oh, now I make 300K and I'm not president. Whatever will I do? Yeah. Oh. They would have been fine. I mean, they would have been very rich, wealthy black people. Because didn't Audacity of, was Audacity of Hope before he was even president? No, um, Dreams of My Father was before he was president. Dreams of My Father. Yeah, so he was already like a best selling author or some shit before this yeah. shit, wasn't he? Yeah. That shit, that, the fine. sales of that picked up after after he um, became president. But it was successful though. even before, though. It was successful before. Yeah. But like Dreams of My Father was before he was president. Audacity of Hope was after presidency. Well, during presidency. You know who else is a great vocalist? Luther Vandross. Top, top, Fuck. top 10. Top 10. I'm just thinking of Dreams. Uh, was it Dreams? Uh, what was it? Dance with my father. Dance with my father. I was just thinking about that when you said when you said dreams with my father. I was like, yeah, dance with my father. That's a that's a banger of a song. It's a banger of a song, and one of the few that was like, I'm pretty sure he wrote that because most of his other bangers are covers. Not even covers, but like also features. Like I'm thinking that shit with Cheryl Land. Like that shit. Mm. That shit's a fucking feature. Like it's like featuring Luther Vandross. 
damn. He's yeah. I would say he's one of the top 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 five male vocalists. I say, yeah. At bare minimum, at bare minimum, top ten. At bare minimum. Yeah. At bare minimum. Yeah, I give him that because he's motherfucker got a voice on him. Goddamn. The nigga could what? sing effortlessly, right? Like this nigga just like walk up to the mic and just be like, oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like, and he was great was live. Done. Like that's done, so. or is he alive? No. no okay. Oh no, ago. he yeah, because the Luther Burger. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. Okay. What? What? Because didn't he didn't he didn't he die of like congenital heart failure? Um, he had a stroke, and I think okay. he died of complications of the stroke. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. Well, all right. I think that's the pod. Um, any closing notes on any of those topics? Well, look, guys, if uh, if you see your parent treating you as property, you might be seeing a red flag. But if uh, you out playing golf and making 40K a year, leaving your wife doing all the fucking childbirth and shit, might be you just waving the red flag. It's been waving the red flag podcast. It's been Eddie, Josh, Alvin. Come through on Patreon if you want to give. Oh, fuck. Bro, we got to. I, I forgot to cover the fucking Patreon question. Ah. I, do it I send now. It through. Do it now, nigga. Do it now. Uh, it's like, do you think we can do it in like under ten minutes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let me I saw the Patreon. Okay. Questions. So if y'all if y'all want to send through questions and have us like prioritize them as shit that we talk about on the pod, Patreon is the place to do that. We check all of those messages. We address them on the pod. And if you want to talk to us live, so we're gonna do this to close out, and then we gonna end it. All right. So cool. Patreon member asked us, "Hey team, I've been really enjoying you guys' take on life, and I was wondering if you could answer a question for me." Basically, I used to be quite toxic, took a few years to myself to address the old abandonment issues and file down my edges. I'm happier than ever and ready to get back into dating situationships, but I keep getting this feedback that I'm too nice. So I've taken that to mean that I've lost my edge and that let me have more, su- um, that let me have more success back in the day. Sort of broccoli versus fries and all that. Anyway, how do I cultivate an edge without compromising all the progress I've made? P.S. I've been in hospitality and sales since I was 18. I'm a 29-year-old male. And that friendliness is more instinct than anything these days i just don't know how to be playfully mean anymore josh as the resident um that's what i'm saying as the resident as the resident like the resident lothario as the resident cyrano de bergerac over here as a resident nigga that's like pulling you know whenever he feels like it you want to take this one first let him know um crack the knuckles I wonder. This sounds like a guy, first of all. It is, yeah. Twenty-nine okay. male. All right. Um. Oh, damn. Yeah, I totally missed that. Reddit shit. Uh, my brother. Like, you don't. If it sounds like you already have that edge in you, because you was was apparently toxic as fuck for a couple of years, <laughs> and I'm glad that you uh, went through, you know, this reform and got, you know, healed and, you know, got, you know, got got to a better space and now you're genuinely happy but you don't you don't need to be so nice it's it's nothing wrong with being it's nothing wrong with being nice and treating people with respect but i actually got some advice recently because hey my nigga when i read this shit i was like my nigga you preaching to the choir my brother because i feel you I'm, I'm i'm right there with you but i recently got some advice from um a guy who you know does really well out here in these streets um at will and um, he was just telling me, like, you're you, you, you shouldn't be putting yourself into a certain box. Like, you don't have to be disrespectful, but you kind of got to let people know what type of time you want. You know what I mean? Like, and it's about kind of like innuendos, 
doing shit on your close friends, adding people to your close friends, and then like you might make like some, you, you know, it might be a uh, eight twenty nine male after dark type shit. But you kind of gotta let people know what type of time you're on and how you talk to them. If you're not necessarily trying to get to know them and be like in a super serious relationship with them, how you talk to them might be like too super sweet, too super attentive. Oh my God, how's your day going today? They're going to put you in this, oh, he's really trying to get to know me box when there's another nigga out there that, that and, he, and he is in her, oh, I want to fuck this nigga box. Like if I'm horny, I'm calling this nigga. This nigga so over here asking about me how my day is every day, you know. So are we talking about cultivating hoe energy a little bit? Is that kind of what a we're getting bit. at? You gotta have a, okay. the, the edge, baby. The edge. Okay. You gotta cultivate. I, yeah. I see what you're. Yeah, you gotta edge. you gotta slut it up a little. Because I I really don't yeah. have an answer. Like I, I really I almost don't even want it because I don't know the answer to this and I have questions about it. But that's that's an interesting one. So it's kind of like you gotta you gotta make it apparent to the world without making anybody uncomfortable. You gotta make it apparent to the world that you are a sexual being that is out here. Is that kind of what we're getting at? Yeah. Low key. Low key. Right. So yeah, the way you so, post, I the mean, way you talk, the way you move, like you're not harassing nobody, but you're just going look the way I, like I'm in these streets moving. I think that there's something yeah. to like, you ain't got to say I'm going to eat your pussy, but to say, hey, I do eat pussy is like, mm, it, it doesn't hurt for folks to know. You well, know? you know, it could be a goddamn some toxic ass post from spirit world or some shit. Oh my God, I really want to eat some pussy. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. <laughs> Hop on Twitter and just say, hey, look, man, I sure wish somebody was sitting on my face. You don't got to, you know, not to, yeah, again, don't make nobody uncomfortable, yeah, but sorry. you can just put it in the ether. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, you kind of got to, yeah. My my thing is, like, so I agree with everything that Josh has said. As a person who's, like, like dealt with those thoughts historically, like, I understand. What I will also say is that you don't necessarily have to change who you are, like, naturally and innately. Somebody will, like, fall for that shit. I will say that, like, I think that, like, a lot of niggas, like, have this idea that, like, oh, like, she's only going for the toxic niggas. I swear to God, there's, like, such a market. Like, the the, the toxic field is oversaturated. There's such a market for niggas that, like, (laughs) that, like, are, like, good niggas and, like, will fucking, like, respect you. Like, I think that you got to, like, play the cards right once you get in the door. Just being frank. And I think that how you play the cards once you get in the door is a very nuanced, ad hoc conversation. But I think that being the nice guy, assuming that the entire package, the broccoli versus fries conversation coming back in, assuming that your entire package is solid, if you're a nice guy, there's 100% a market for like a deemed physically attractive, like an intelligent, a person that could take care of himself, like nice guy. I think that's what most women would say they want. Now, what you got to do is like figure out like how you sustain interest from an ad hoc nuanced perspective once you get your foot in the door. And I think that's where Josh's like conversation comes into play. That's one hundred percent where that's a thing. Man, my brother, um, not necessarily <laughs> uh, because um, I. Have I I will stand on this. I wholeheartedly believe that there are more good good women out there than there are good men. However, the margin between the two ain't the chasm between the two is not that deep. Hmm. Like, cause these women is out here. They want to fuck too. They have they place dudes in categories as well. 
And this man said, I'm looking to date and get into situationships. He ain't said I'm looking to get serious. Now, if he was looking to get serious and find himself a wife right now, I would be absolutely. But even still, you still got to have a little bit mm. of edge to you. You got to put some cheese and some goddamn uh, some bacon bits, some vegan, yeah, some, some vegan yeah. bacon, scallions, at least some vegan yeah. bacon on that. Motherfucker. At least a little you know, bacon. You got you to gotta have a little bit of spice, just a little bit of edge. Now, I'm not saying that if you are a totally nice guy, you'll never find a woman because that's absolutely not true. There are a lot of good women out there who have probably been done wrong a lot, and then they finally are like, okay, well, I understand how I should be treated. This actually feels right to me. But just mm -hmm. it's a bare fact that a lot of women don't even understand what it means to be treated right, and they don't even they don't even see it when it's when it's in front of them. It doesn't it doesn't do anything for. Them. I think that's really true. I think that's true for everybody. But you're totally you're yeah. totally right. I think we don't have models for, you know. So yeah, I will say same I, with guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I will I will say two things. So like I've 100 percent been in the situation where like I was just trying to fuck, and like women got the wrong message because like after we just fucked, like I treated them like a person. Like I like I was willing to take him to like oh like you know like we just fucked or whatever like let's go to yeah. Waffle House yeah oh we just fucked or whatever let's go to IHOP yeah. like mm -hmm. you're you're a person I like you I think you're a cool person you yeah, know I just don't sex. want X Y Z yeah but I will also say that like the amount of women that because like just just being frank Alvin gets put in like the the big brother role quite a frank. <laughs> No, no, Alvin gets <laughs> no, because I'm no, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the market. Let's be, I'm not in the market. Let's be frank, pussy. Alvin okay. gets pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm not, I'm not in the market. So like, what happens because people are fully aware that I'm not in the market? Like, what happens is I get put in the the big brother role, like the let okay, me talk yes. to you role, kind of, kind of a lot. Yes. So like, most of the women that I that I talk to are like, hey man, I'm fucking late twenties, early thirties. Like I'm down to just fuck. Like just let me know. Mm. Like. Like I'm, I'm down to just fuck a guy who will like, like fuck me and like be willing to like fucking like take me to fucking Five Guys afterwards. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's underrated. Yeah. That's a situation. Like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's one hundred percent underrated. And I think that like the the OP um, or the, excuse me, the Patreon in this situation could benefit from tapping into that market. Even though I understand that what Josh is saying is also a reality of the dating pool, I just think that we're talking about a distribution, right? We're talking about distribution, and there's different people in different like segments of the distribution. I just think he's got to find where he fits in and where so like that relationship situationship clicks for him. What should he like? If you if you if you if we're summarizing it up for for old boy to give give him the advice. What should he be doing, either to get his edge back or to reassess if edge getting back is even the right way of approaching it? Like, what should he do in, like, three sentences or less? Define if you're just trying to have sex and have fun. First, define that. Move, move, and move from there. If you're trying to get into, like, a serious relationship, then, you know, that might be how you approach women. It might be just a little bit different because at the end of the day, you still want to be a good person. Well, you still want to, you, you don't want to be out here threatening anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm making anybody worse off than when you kind of left them or came to them. But after that, baby, if you're just trying to fuck, hey, you can scale back on all that nice shit because, like, you don't need to pull up on pull up to the pull up to the date doing a lot of extra stuff. And I can hear women be like, "Oh my god, I would love it if a nigga did that." It's like, yeah, if the right nigga did it, but most niggas ain't the right nigga. 
Yeah, so you love it if these you can scale niggas, back. which is true of like yeah, everybody wants to be <laughs> treated nicely by somebody that they already want to fuck. I think that's pretty normal here. Yeah, and you know, so you can scale back a little bit on the nice shit, but I mean, I don't know him, so I can't tell him exactly what he is and what he ain't doing. Yeah, but if he's being overly come on nice, alive, man, come on alive. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll we might be able to get into some specifics of this, because um, I'm I'm very curious about because a lot because the the feedback of I'm too nice. I'm I I look at that a little bit with the grain of salt. I'm like, cause I've I don't I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if that's a. Re- I, I feel, what's, I'm not saying what's it's your never happened. As he beats. Well, okay. First of all, like Eddie I said, I don't. Bitches, I, 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 don't I know that's that, that's why time. I asked this motherfucker. That's why I asked Niggas this motherfucker like ass, Point Blake. Yeah. <laughs> just Yo, had pussy raining down, boy. <laughs> I'm bro. Eddie could fuck a bitch in a dump truck. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Like this nigga and fucking put the, this and fucking not in like, the passenger area. Oh uh, yeah, in the garbage. Goddamn. This nigga fucking align their chakras and shit. This motherfucker come no, through look. wearing his fucking bangles and fucking eighteen karat gold necklace and shit. Like fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know why y'all align to these people like this, but I sometimes think this whole this idea of like women saying you're like too nice is is not sometimes that is true but a lot of times it's like you're getting that as the feedback but it's not that you're too nice it's that you're boring and i'm not saying that that's true of you but mm. i uh, i really like to get more context of like where are you even getting this feedback because like you don't like when do niggas get feedback like you asking somebody out and then they say no and then you say well why and they go oh you're just too nice it's like uh i've got feedback before i've got feedback before so like Okay. It's it's been from it's been from like women that like there may or may not have been something and then we ultimately just became like really good friends. Yeah. So like I have gotten feedback like mm-hmm. pretty trustworthy. Feedback. Okay. But but I think that your point stands. Yeah, I'm just like cuz you're saying if you're getting lots of the same feedback, I'm just wondering like why are you in situations where you're asking folks a lot? You know that uh, that kind of thing. So I'm I'm wondering yeah. if it's maybe like it's not so much that you're too nice. It's that like you're maybe not showing your edge, and your edge isn't to do with kindness or anything. It's just like yeah. your edge is not. It's been dulled for whatever reason, and it's hard to get that back. So I see I, I see your conundrum, and I, I yeah I wish I had better advice. But but these two have given like pretty solid starting points. So yeah, that's it. We gotta close this bitch out. This is gonna be a I know you're not talking about somebody's speech impediment, bro. All right. So this has been Waving the Red Flag Podcast. That's me. It's um, not you. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I already did the, you know, da-da-da-da-da. So like, subscribe. Let us know what you think. See us. See y'all next week. And Merry Christmas. You know, see your family or don't. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Sometimes the holiday season can be a stressful situation. And Merry Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, and yeah. Happy holidays. Have yourself a merry little season. A merry little. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. May your dick get wet. (laughs) And if you're into it, make sure you're having a lot of sex. I am My drunk. nuts resting on a girl's forehead. <laughs> Two labias resting on my, on my little nose. face. <laughs> Put
this on Spotify. That, this is this is the comedy album. You'll see me leaking on my nose. <laughs> Though it's been said many times, many ways. Suck my dick, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that semen's on its way. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have to stop recording. Why did you stop? I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. You can Wait, have you, did you catch it? I mean, I still got it. I mean, I'm recording. Okay, okay. Then we're good. Then we're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, you still got it. We're good. We got it. Cool. <laughs> Damn, because that was clean. flag.